it's a little stock. Basol, take one. It's a big old fat motherfucker called. Blazing buzzard buttons. Big rigor inspection, spatial. Under my feet. Huh? Look, the biggest heavy band of all time. I wouldn't ask you to do a drum roll if your arm fell off. There was an incident with uh, the pyrotechnics. And Kirk! Squillions of dollars and squillions of people. How the fuck are you, Lars? Piddly wants and wills and needs. Lars Ulrich, drums and bongs. What the fuck does that mean anyway? I hate that fucking camera, man. Well, since we started. I'm talking about like a fucking live gig. You see this for, right? What really gets my dick hard? Mommy? This is Phil Toll, and you're listening to Pan Podcast for All. Welcome back to a podcast for all. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. And joining us once again, the last time we talked to him was, I believe, the middle of November 21 from the fine, smelly, steel city of Pittsburgh, Mr. Larry Levine. Welcome back, Larry. Hey, all. What's up, Duder? Thanks, thanks, for, thanks for having me. I guess we could say, uh, I feel like the most appropriate thing for me to say, and this is going to be mostly directed towards Jeff, is let's say uh, courts in session and let's slam that gavel down. There we go. See, I like what you <laughs> like where your head's at, and it's funny that you know you happened to jump in with us last minute because I was just about to text you the other day and say, "Dude, when are you coming back on?" Yeah, it's up to uh, your show coordinator and showrunner, Captain Obershaw. That's so what I'm saying. El, we El Capitan. Yeah, El Capitan, uh, a last-minute fill-in. Larry, we really didn't want to talk to you. We really didn't want to bring you back on the show. But when you're out of options with 10 minutes to go, you that's how you made the cut. Damn. Yeah, yeah I get it. Hey, I'm not offended by that. And uh, for all those listening, like it is a normal workday for me. It just happens to be a operations workday. So. Operations so you can double day. duty today. Yeah, you're going to work and chit-chat at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can design. He's and like, I may not have your guys' faces up on the screen, but I'll be looking at the screen, just not at you guys. I've already heard him click his mouse about 831 times, which means he's designing while he's filling in at this I, exact moment. I want that to yeah. keep going because that's just going to show how hard he's going to work during this episode. It's going to be a lot of mouse clicks to edit out of the uh, the uh, cutting room, so nah. careful there, Levine. Yeah, I'm turning it off so you don't have to hear all the clicking. It's, speaking that between that and the typing, it's a lot. So, speaking hey, of the gavel, it's gonna work. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Jeff, speaking of your gavel slamming down, yep, and you tying the knot soon. Uh, are you getting <laughs> ready for your bachelor party next weekend that I was not invited to? While Larry and myself will be at Metallica. Hey, you and Larry are more than welcome to come to the cabin. Enjoy the bachelor party weekend, or 
you can go see Metallica and oh look what's back. It's not ice anymore, folks. It is Sunkiss Zero Sugar. You thought that was a sample of a beer can opening? That was an actual Sunkiss Zero being opened on the spot. That was like the noise it makes when you crack a fresh orange open down in Florida. It just whoosh. Oh, it's <laughs> you can't recreate that sound anywhere else. It's a pretty epic sound. I just got coffee because, well, it's almost it's it's almost afternoon now, but it's yeah, afternoon have... in the in the eastern time zone where the cool kids are living, unlike you uh Minneapolis folk. Hey, that's all right. It's a nice day out today. It's not too hot. You know, a little humid though, but I'll survive. You're at the you're at the cabin this weekend preparing for next weekend, is that correct? Because last it's not last next week, weekend, you were only following home for, last week you're only home for two days and you went back to the cabin. I feel like you're a Wisconsin resident now more than a Minnesotan. Yeah, well, tell them that when I went and got my fishing license and they charged me like $60 for a non-resident fishing license. I'm like, Jesus, when did these I'm like, when did these get so expensive? $60 to catch minnows off the dock? Come on. Hey, man, I use lures. It's all about tactical fishing. A Wisconsin license? Well, yeah, my lake, it's fucking busy, dude. There's water patrol, sheriff, DNR all day, every day. It's like Lake Minnetonka of that area, so it's just always busy. Not my kind of lake. You can't take the jet skis and jump some wakes when they're watching. Oh, oh, you definitely can. You definitely can. I watched someone jump off a freaking wave and fall off their jet ski. It was awesome. You can be doing that during your bachelor party while Larry and I are rocking out to Dirty Window. (laughs) Uh, No, we don't have jet skis up there. We bought a new speedboat, bought a new pontoon. We're getting a new fishing boat, but the jet skis are on the list. We just have yet to get them yet. I think in next summer maybe the following you know that's I'm face to do it you know i'm facetiming you during dirty window you better My i was gonna ask what's your connectivity like up there because what if we need to live stream the the show from Shane's 1950s phone to... landline going through the dirt <laughs> oh dude it's funny that you say that because we do have a 1950s landline in both cabins that you See? you you twist the fucking knob and it you know or the handle and it rings up to the to the cabin up there, and it's you know the old bell where the little thing goes back and forth and hits it, and you can barely hear anything. Sounds like AM radio. Looks like it's like a a little leather cord. <laughs> That's the cord from the earpiece to the mouthpiece. What do you mean you turn the handle? So in order Is to this get like it the to phone that's on the wall, that's like a wooden box. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and you the fucking ring it. it. Yep, and it dings down at the one that you're dinging, and then. Whatever one it's connected to, which would be the other cabin. That's just so it's so you can't dial Larry or myself. You can just dial the other cabin. Pretty much, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know if I can if I can patch you guys in on that one. So a video conference call of Dirty Window will not come through that device, is what you're saying? Not through that device, no, <laughs> no. But I will have the cellular device. I will. I can't wait. I'm well. I'm just going for Greta. Once long way to the top starts, I'm I'm out and beating the traffic. It's not a bad way to do it. <laughs> what about Ice Nine? You don't want to see them kill Ice Nine. Uh, you, myself, Brian Silver, Aaron Ginther, the Saravan will probably still be at your house pre gaming. I, I I imagine, Larry. Yeah, I figured either that or right next door, Shane, is a burgatory, so we could just post up there until... Is there a Chipotle near the stadium? That's my question Mm -hmm. of the day. I'm sure, somewhere down there. Well, if there's a Chipotle down there, Larry, you may have to collect my 
my winnings <laughs> for me. Because I don't know when I'll see Shane next. What a segue. I wasn't even, I already forgot about the uh, wager oh, from no. last week. Oh, so. yeah, you guys. Yeah. I, I, I win twice. Oh, yeah. God. And I thought I was going to lose. At first, it started off and I was the underdog. I was I losing. It was a terrible outcome for me. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm I gotta say I'm shocked I was leaning with Shane no offense to you Jeff I just was not that optimistic oh, about this well episode. it goes to show how much you know Larry <laughs> next time maybe you should side with me you know what when Jeff had the first <laughs> three in the correct slots I'm like oh, oh boy. fuck whip creep Sandman yep I'm out all I'm gonna say though here's is, the thing is sorry you go Jeff oh all I was gonna say is that Shane and I, we both did pretty well, but let's let's give a huge shout out to the person who got literally one song off, and it was even in the right order, Mr. Bob O'Rourke. One of song course. off, and then that's it. Everything else was perfect. And here I thought I was doing good, and then we're in our group you know, chat, and next thing you know, Bob's like, yeah, well, I was one off. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> that was impressive. I think from now on, if you, if you, if you bat a thousand and predict the whole thing... It, you get more than a golf clap. You get you get a prize. This is true, but Bob so, does deserve that golf clap. What song was it? What was the song that was off? Memory? No, it was Damage, third from last. I think he had Blackened instead of Blackened damage. or Battery, yeah. Yeah, one of those two. But everything else was, I'm pretty sure, exactly spot on, slot for slot. All right, folks, if you 100% the 16-song set list in the correct order, in the exact slots... We will overnight FedEx deliver to you Jeff's ESP Green Burst guitar. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's fair. So for nailing wait, it ironically, that's what I was going to say to you, Jeff. We might not agree on set lists, but we agree on other things like guitars and songs that should not be. So we're we're pretty aligned in general. Yeah. See, Larry knows what's going on. Shane, better watch out. <sighs> what was the final score? Twenty-two to fourteen. Something like that's a football that. score. Let's say you had a two-point conversion. <laughs> oh man larry when i arrive in pittsburgh and crash on your couch and we go to the stadium is this the steeler stadium or the pirate stadium pirates okay oh, um oh now i'm glad i'm not going this is which PNC? is i mean yeah it's <laughs> okay. a little bit of a bummer but i would say as far as like view and acoustics the pnc park is a little better than the Steelers stadium because they can actually have like the open stage facing with the city behind it. So it's a little bit more. You don't need good acoustics when you're listening to Dirty Window, trust me. Right. But I think more about pyro and fireworks and the, you know, all the local Pittsburgh fans that love seeing the goddamn same skyline every, you know, day. Oh, sorry, folks. Of, we, couldn't, uh, we couldn't do pyro tonight. Fire Marshal shut it down. Pennsylvania's against the fire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only coming if I get Snake Pit. So if if no one out there is going to hook me up with Snake Pit, I, I'm I'm going to Jeff's cabin. I'm going to Balsam said, Lake Snake Pit. They said, forget that. After all those Eagles fans in Philadelphia acted, we're done. No more. That's fun. true. No <laughs> Snake Pit. I'm going to the fire pit at the cabin. Hey, come on up. We can get a we can get a actual twenty foot flame. Not this, you know, you know when we're explaining something. Oh yeah, we got forty foot flames. In a real pit of snakes, you could just dig a hole of mud and find some wood snakes and go in a real snake pit. I don't don't like snakes. Larry, that is... But if Shane's bargaining chip is snake pit or bust, like, you know, if you're going to get them into the cabin, maybe that's the way. I won't even even go in the snake pit if I won passes just because it's called the snake pit. You'll be up in section uh, 905. Yeah, put me in the nosebleeds. 
I've seen it, Larry. This man is deathly afraid of even a toy snake, let alone the real deal. Holyfield. Just, it's just my phobia. I've, you know, I should have j- just said that. Nobody needs to know that. <laughs> I get it, though. I I cried on Jaws as a kid because I was scared of sharks. So, you know, I get it, Jeff. Fair enough. My Since phone just embarrassing. went. My phone just went ape shit, and you'll never believe what it's for. What is it for? Jeff probably knows this because he knows all the. DOT laws of the road. There is a silver oh alert in my area. Oh, not amber. Uh, I don't care about amber. Not the amber alerts, the silver alerts. Ambers are just kids. They're probably at the friend's house. Yeah, stranger things. I have a silver alert, and in Florida, that's for a senior citizen missing. Hmm. He's only he's only eighty eight. It says he's driving. <laughs> He's on the road. So what, did he like break out of the old folks home and steal someone's car or something? 88-year-old male Toyota Sienna. I believe that's a van. Yeah. Who? Toyota. You know, some of them old people are ruthless. I was once listening to uh, Richard Rawlings. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm-hmm. He's talking about his dad. And obviously Richard Rawlings is, you know, middle-aged guy. So his dad is definitely older, lives in an old folks home. He's like, I get a call from the nurse says, I got to come in, talk about what my dad is doing. Goes in there, finds out that his dad's fucking all the old women in the old folks home. (laughs) Call them in just for that? Just for that, because he's going around fucking all the women in the old folks home. I was like, dude, that is, that's ruthless. I love it. Do you know that's a legitimate thing? Was he proud of him? I think he was, yeah. That's like a, a legitimate issue because my my family was in medical. My dad owned a nursing home, and I used to have to service our other like nursing home clients. And they said like STDs run rampant in those things because <laughs> wow, once you become a certain age, you throw caution to the wind. You're not really bagging it up, and so right. don't worry about the when worst you're thing that's going to happen. Yeah, like, the likelihood that you die of a heart attack while you're mid pump is just as likely as you catching a VD and dying. So. Right, exactly. Like, fuck it. I'm 90. If I get AIDS now, I can still spread that shit like wildfire. <laughs> I'm 90. I don't They're care just about blue this rash. Hair orgies, basically. Right. Yeah, genital herpes. What's that? I don't feel it, anyways. So as Rollins like, Dad, you got to, you got to, you got to wind her down for a bit here. Let things settle. He tried, but I don't know if it worked out so well. Rogan's reaction to it was pretty priceless too. <laughs> was this this week? No, this is this episode's a couple of years old. It just it oh, just made okay. me think of it while you were talking about the the old man in the in the Sienna silver a silver Sienna alert on I seventy five. If you're in the Southwest Florida area, now why does it have to be a silver alert? Is it because they have gray hair? Is that why they call it a silver alert? Yeah, that's kind of it's. Uh, what am I trying to say? That's kind of racist. It's not racist. It's prejudice against. Prejudice. uh, Same thing. I get those words confused. Yeah, same enough. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think age is a race. Prejudice, (laughs) race, hate. I don't know. Nowadays, it's all the same thing. Tomato, tomato. I'm not worried about Amber Alerts. So here's. All those Amber Alerts are just kids that are at other people's homes without checking in with mom. Yeah, I mean. That does happen from time to time. Or it's usually the the parent in a nasty divorce that takes the kid for the takes day. Takes the kid and yeah, and is driving in the city. It's, not, it's no alerts. It's just a it's just a, a 50-50 custody issue. A 50. <laughs> he just wanted oh to go boy. to Chuck E. Cheese with his dad for, on a Saturday. It's not a missing child. Give me a break. Chunky cheeses. Bring in the hate mail. Here we go again. <laughs> Greasy pizza, slimy games. <laughs> Cardboard pizza. 
Yeah, hi, Pizzle. <laughs> He's missing that cardboard pizza right now. Oh, he, I guarantee he is. Pizzle, what's worse, Chuck E. Cheese pizza or Air Italy? Oh, he'd say Air Italy by far. Oh, Air Italy was prime. That was like they rolled the dough on the airplane. Air Italy is now out of business. It's because they didn't roll the dough. I was lying. Sad, <laughs> but true. You don't know if nobody wants to go to Italy. You know, Larry, last time we had you on, we talked about all your designs, all your artwork, all your clients, your pins that are on Papa Head's guitar, your your hats, your cliff gear. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to bring Larry down a notch because he's he's too cool to be on the show twice, Jeff. Too cool for school. Uh, Larry, refresh my memory. When you were on last time, did we play a little round of Jump in the Fire? We didn't. We didn't get uh, because we did the. uh, Well, good because we're going to play it tonight. Awesome. Tonight (laughs) we're going to play it today. (laughs) I've I've been up for four hours, so it's already (laughs) evening for me. Fair enough. We're recording this on August first at twelve twenty-five p.m. I just remember from last time people emailed in. Everyone loves the Jump in the Fire trivia section that we put on, and people were pissed that Larry wasn't in the fire pit. I, I just well, think it's, it's we have to do it. He's going to get burned a day. He is. And then we're going to talk about a design that he's worked on <clears throat> tirelessly for the last couple of months. Is that is that an understatement, Larry? Sure. I, I mean, it's everything turns into tireless, unfortunately, but... uh. I, you know what, Shane? I don't even know which one you're talking about just yet. So, uh, sure. Let's say tirelessly. I'm talking about the um, remote control vibrator that your wife puts in during the day, and then you control it via your phone. No, oh, you phone. mean our, uh, yeah, that's my uh, Mormon electric underpants line <laughs> of products. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to get my lady yeah. some of them. Based in Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> hey, happy wife, happy life, whatever keeps her... Uh, not here, I guess. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I, I joke because she's bailing on the Metallica show. She's like, oh, Metallica's coming to town. Uh, Brian, Shane, the lords are at our house. I'm going to. What do you mean she's bailing on Metallica? It's in her backyard. She's not going. She's going to Chicago to visit family. Chicago? Um, she missed two, She missed Lollapalooza by two weeks. What is she thinking? <laughs> she didn't want to go then. She's missed, the, she's she missed Kirk wearing a purple leather coat. She totally missed out. She, his fashion breaks her. I'll say that. She really gets put off by the sparkle jeans. But uh, yeah, she's going to go visit family so that I can have uh, whatever our four or five day from Buffalo to Pittsburgh bender of food. Oh, Metallica. she's even learning during, during Buffalo. Buffalo. She's gone the entire week. She's bailing. Uh, the dog's going to probably be gone. Um, wow. You have a total so, free pass for the week to just... Metallica and be high as a kite. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and two, she's she's a little bit of an elitist when it comes to the guys because she's seen them. She's been on stage with them, and that was her first show. So you know, every show has paled by comparison to that show. So she's like, I can't be on stage. I don't want to see him. And I'm like, Who are you? I Boy, no, no pre Madonna there. If I'm not on stage, I'm not going. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you thought I was else. high maintenance for saying if I don't get a snake pit pass, I'm out. Yeah, no, nothing tops her. If I'm not sitting on Lars's riser, I'm going to go see family instead. Ashley, yeah. you no. are overrated. That does sound like something I might say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. 
oh, I'm not on stage with them. All right, fuck it. I'm out. I will say the first snake pit experience I had was actually uh, at the Through the Never filming when they had snake pits on each end of that stage. Right. Once you've been in there and experienced it, that really ruins things when there is not a snake pit. Just you know, I don't think I've Just ever saying. been in one for a show. I've only been in oh, the dude. rehearsal one. Okay. Like for the now that we're live, we and I didn't even go in it. I posted up. Everybody flocked to the snake pit, and me and my buddy posted up on the catwalk where James's mic was, and we were front and center. And of course, they all came out. So it it just takes it to another level to where you go to louder than life and aftershock and. <clears throat> excuse me, Sunkiss Zero is not going down too smooth today. And, you know, the shows I've seen in the last six months, it's just it's just not the same. So I think I'm on Ashley's level. Her and I are going to make shirts that says, if we're not on stage, we're out. Out. Larry, if you could design that, we'd appreciate it. Yeah, done. Yeah, get right. It's already done. Yeah. See those, hear, hear those mouse things. clicks right now? Jeff, we haven't jumped in the fire in a while. It's It's time for Levine to jump in the snake pit fire. Yeah, I hope he's ready to to put that brain to work because these questions are not that difficult. <laughs> one of them, one of them's tough. The other four, anyone from Pennsylvania could solve as a fifth grader. As a fifth grader, yeah, high praise. Yeah, I feel like you're giving a lot of people from Pennsylvania too much credit, Shane. What do you? Uh, you'll see the crowd in Pittsburgh when you come. Do they have all their teeth? Sometimes. A way okay. to hype it up, Larry. Not always. <laughs> well, it's like 50-50 expatriate steelworker yinzers that like... Three rivers. If you talk shit on the Steelers, they'll fight you, even at a Metallica show, and then... I've never like, liked Big Ben, so I'm going to tell everyone that as I walk oh, in the I like stadium. I like Big Ben. I'm going to tell everyone in the stadium, Ben sucks. He's going to walk in there and say, fuck the bus. Oh, You should say, I heard he has a combo-sized penis, because that's one of the uh, the local Oh, nice to know. Does everyone still him? love Jerome Bettis, though? They love Jerome the Bettis? Oh, yeah. Number 36, I want to say? Yes, sir, the bus. He was, yes, he's he like was, a goddamn refrigerator. He was wide. That's why I said yeah. walk in there and say, fuck the bus. He's hard to miss locally because it's like, oh, what is this like giant box moving down the street in a suit? And you're like, oh, it's Bettis. <laughs> I'm like, is that Paula Poundstone with those shoulder pads? No, Have you ever that's... seen him walking around in public? You ever? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've run more into the Penguins, believe it or not. The Steelers sort of, I don't know, when they're out and about, it's sort of like a spectacle because they're really the hometown heroes but the penguins are almost like you know i think i've mentioned this last time almost like military like they're very quiet and i walked into a bar that i was designing and working on and literally everyone at the bar was like the first two lines from crosby all the way to malkin and you would have never known it was like crosby you know, the first two... this shit doesn't yeah. happen in minnesota <laughs> jeff athletes that play for minnesota don't live in minnesota and if they do, they're not in Minneapolis. That's why I'm wondering why did why would why would the Pens and the Steelers be be seen in town in the off season? Who who wants to live in Pittsburgh? Let's be honest. Not many. No, it's. I mean, that's that's probably why Ashley's leaving. She's probably secretly looking at some place for us to move because that's all hopefully not in Chicago. Stuff. That's not much better. Doesn't she have a boyfriend in the Windy City? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All, all over. I mean, all, all the. 
She has bros in different area codes. See what I yeah. did there? Yeah, I was just about to say, are we gonna are we gonna jump back on the Luda train here real quick? Yeah. 218-702-239-458. All right, we're jumping in the fu- enough of this Pittsburgh Minneapolis talk. You guys live in some awful towns. Mm-hmm. We sure do. Larry, welcome to your first round of Jump in the Fire. Season nine, episode six, question one. <clears throat> I need to go back to sparkling ice, Jeff. I cannot get this, what they call, frog out of my throat. Yeah, that's, you know, probably why... The zero sugar and the cold pizza are not cleansing me today. Mm, normally, This that's is what supposed... happens when we record in, in the morning to me. <laughs> After you haven't talked all day and cleared the phlegm out of your throat? Yeah, literally, I woke up two hours ago. That's late. I gotta stay up late tonight. I gotta I'm I gotta fly to the bunker tonight to start a trip tomorrow. That sounds like Yikes. great fun. I gotta drive on the gauntlet tonight. Good luck. Alright, Larry, question one. Name ten bands that have opened for Metallica after two thousand one. Oh god. And yes, we do uh, need ten. Maybe twenty. Bulby? One. Then Sevenfold. Two. Mastodon. Three. Ghost. Four. Uh, 2001. So that would be Summer Sanitarium was after that. Or, or one, so like Corn, Kid Rock. Five. Six. Limp Biscuit. Seven. Get off that tour. Name some good bands. Okay. Uh, Cage the Elephant. <laughs> Oh, sadly, that continent wasn't Kidding. even on our list. <laughs> but I like what he band. went. Well, stop it. No offense. You guys, Sorry, you guys don't know music. I like Summer Cage. I'll say that. I Come do like on. Summer Cage. Lars is um, an artist, man, and he loves them. What, what am I at, Shane? Eight? Seven. Seven, seven. eight? Avenged Sevenfold uh, didn't count, so you're at seven. Baby China or whatever? Wasn't there like a Baby <laughs> China or... Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of some of the off the. You're the talking about the opening acts. band in Japan. Yeah, they weren't called Baby China. Baby Metal. No. What are Baby they called? Metal. Uh, you can't get. You can't give them that though because you didn't name it right. I'm not grading on a curve here. Um, Jeff actually knows the name of this band. I think it's Baby Metal. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. still at seven, or he's at eight. I say he's still at seven. <laughs> Does Orion count? Like, can I? I, I no. mean, I don't. I don't. I'm trying not to use any of the ones that really were named last week. Um, uh, you, you can. It's all right. It's only three more. Godsmack. No. Dehan doesn't uh, count. <laughs> yes, Godsmack does count. Oh God, yes. That was madly in anger. Yes, um, it was. Great tour. Just go to the next and tour. Then, and you can name a few more bands right off that tour. There you go. That's what I'm trying to think of. Who was on Worldwide? Jeff, quit was helping. An you're not Larry's friend. Hey, you know yeah, what? This you is were, what happened. You were going to let him have baby metal had I not jumped in after he called it baby China. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could just say Ice Nine Kills and Greta Van Fleet and we could be done. And we could right? be done with it right there. I mean, he didn't name, you know, the sword or Lamb of God or Down or Machine Head, but that's all right. Gojira. Didn't Gojira open? There you go. Uh, yeah, uh, Trivium technically open. Just, you, tri- you just didn't Matt you, and you Trivium You just said Gojira is yeah. fan, so you're at 10. Yep. How you left out Mixmaster Mike is beyond me. Really? Yeah, I know. What is going on? <laughs> yeah. I thought that would have been I number one. I know. I should have. <laughs> 
Or uh, I, I should have named uh, DJ Lethal and uh, and uh, <laughs> the MC from the 40th, whose name I can't. Oh, God. Dean. Dean Del Rey. Dean Dick Ray. One of the worst live performances I've witnessed in my 41 years on this planet. What if he would have said Brewer? Would we have allowed that? <laughs> no, it's not a band. Fair enough. Yeah, it, just, it didn't say opening act. It just said opening bands. I want everyone to know that Jeff and I... Oh, the silver alert is still blasting my phone. I want everyone to know that Jeff and I have had Brewer actually on the line. Yes, ready to have. hit record. And we saw mm-hmm. him on our video conference. And, and it didn't work. <laughs> it did not work. And we tried a couple weeks later. And we saw him appear again on the screen. It still didn't work. <laughs> Brewer's technical skills are... Let's just say subpar, and that's the extent of having Brewer on the show. And I think after that, we kind of just gave up. Like, that's a bummer because I feel like second to the Newstead intro, a Goat Boy intro would have been a really great uh, alpha kicker. Oh, the radio ID. <laughs> mm-hmm. For the record, Jeff and I have have seen him on the video conference. We just haven't been able to press record. Yeah, he's our friend. He's just not your guys' friend. Yeah, it was a great chat. We just couldn't get you know his audio to work. <laughs> Jeff and I read lips really well. Really well. Both sets. All right, we're moving on to question number two. Both sets. <laughs> I just realized that when I said it. Took you long enough. Well, I was, I was reading <clears throat> the next question, <sighs> and I was getting myself prepared for okay. in case Larry didn't get it right. Larry is so far batting a thousand. And jump in the fire. He's an Oreo. And Better than any sport ever I've played. You didn't play hockey like the Pens, like, you know, Yager, Lemieux, uh, Crosby. Street and deck, but if you put me on skates, I would have broken my neck. So it just never. And, and my dad tried to put me in goal when he was my hockey coach, and that didn't, that didn't go well. Now he so. just goes on top of convenience stores and plays hockey just like in Clerks. <laughs> Game on. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, right? All right, question number two, Larry. What is track seven on reload? Track seven on reload. And before you start looking it up, remember we can we can see the reflection yep. in your in your screen or on your glasses. Seven. <laughs> Whiplash. Good lord, I just listened to reload too. Um, oh yeah, sure. That's what they all say. Low man's yeah. lyric. What? Uh, Oh. No, that's that's later. I'll be honest. I probably would have had to really think about this, but I wouldn't have guessed Low Man's. Come on, bud. Seven. That was a Seven. terrible Duh. guess. That was a terrible you, guess. Yeah, I know. That was was. That's because I used to. I stole Reload, and it wasn't in the right order that it was on the, uh, <laughs> from my Napster days. For um, those of you that have not listened to Larry's first episode, he actually got busted and got a cease and desist letter because. Didn't your dad have computers in the attic that re- you were using for Napster? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so you stole Reload before I Disappear came out is what you're saying? Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, that's not going to be my final answer. I'm going to revise and say, God, it's on the tip of my tongue. I literally just listened to it. Mm. I'm going to bow out and say... Take a guess. 
Swing. Bada, 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 bada. Swing. Swing. There's no crying and jumping the fire. I'm, I'm, my mind's going to load, too, which is not very helpful at this time. But I yeah, am going not, to say not where the wild time. things are. And I don't think that's right. But I'm just going to say where the wild things are. That is incorrect. You have lost the snake pit pass that I was going to donate to you next week. And I'm sorry. I deserve this. You are now well, in section 905, and I'm taking Ashley as a guest. It looks like Larry's not coming back on for a trilogy episode. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no Unforgiven 3. <laughs> uh, a little Should tune we... called Carp Diem. Carp Carpet Dime. You know that song, Carpet Dime Roll? I've seen Dime that roll. song live, and you would think I would know that, but I was thinking that was on load for some reason, so I deserve to be in the loser bracket. I was going to say we shouldn't even tell him what the song is. We should just let him stew like, over it. Sorry, Where'd bud. you see it live, Orion? Yep. There you go. I'll tell you mm-hmm. what, if you can With tell the, me what uh, the first song cross. off of Reload is, you can redeem yourself. First song off of Reload? <laughs> uh, that's Memory Remains, Jeff. <laughs> I'm getting At, fuel. Attaboy. <laughs> Attaboy. This next question. Ain't my bitch is my final ain't, answer. Right. Yeah, ain't my bitch. Piss Christ 3. Right. Uh, question number three. Th- this has some variations for discussion, and we've talked a lot about it already. Larry, how many different versions of the snake pit has there been? Five? Wow. I. Okay, I, since there are five, I would like you to describe those five. Uh, there was the Binge and Purge, the Black Album Tour, right? That was like the inception of the Snake Pit. So you're talking right? about In the um, Round? Yep. Okay. Uh, not Madly in Anger. They didn't have it at Orion. They had it. Did they have it at War Magnetic? I don't, I don't know. know. You tell us. You're the diehard Metallica fan from Pennsylvania. Homework. Larry, if it makes you feel better, and I'm always honest, I, I don't know if I would have for sure known the exact answer of this question, too. I would have had to really think about it. Because when I read it, I was like, the answer that was, I was guessing more than that, too, to be honest. I love how Larry said um, five, and he's only been able to describe one so far. So, Black Album, I mean, this tour, right? Uh, World Magnetic, World Wired, and... Somewhere in poor touring me, they had it, would be my guess. I mean, Where Shane did, did describe <laughs> the first. Where, just describe to me how Death Magnetic had a snake pit. They didn't. Um, uh, through the Never. Oh, there we go. I was going to say, Shane Shane had, had mentioned it about 10 minutes it was ago. The, but isn't that technically during the Worldwide Tour? So that's why I... Yeah, fair enough. Okay. You're, you're thinking of like eras, not tours. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. got a good point there. He's got a really okay. good point there. So you're going with the OG Diamond, like 91 indoor pit. Yep. And then you're going with the Through the Never pit on each end. And then you're going with the current pit as we know today. Yeah, the catwalk, right? Yeah. They had that for Volbeat for a while because I remember Volbeat would like box it in with their ropes. Yeah, like yeah. when they were doing. I, I the, think that's an acceptable answer, yeah. and it just so happens ex- on our list. It says three. <sighs> he 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 came back. 
Yeah, I mean, we could give him that because he did name the proper ones, even though he said five. But then I was still waiting for the other two. Yeah, I was waiting for what he was going to make up for just absolute comedy. The European versions of those two tours. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, There there was the one in Amsterdam and the one in Germany. (laughs) See, he found the loophole. There's always a loophole. There's always a loophole somewhere. Those ramps were black, not white. I mean, it's different. It's a different variation. (laughs) Going back, one had screens of the M and A, and one had the inflatable M and A. That right there, boom! Production manager of the year, Larry Levine. He just turned the answer from three into five. I do like Kirk's sparkle pants. I do not like the purple leather coat that we saw at Lala. I don't like Kirk's outfits at all. They're not good. That jacket is... I don't know what the hell he's doing, but it's like he's trying to dress like fucking Mick Jagger or something. I don't don't know what he's doing. That coat's got to go. I want him to bring back the suits, the, like, I'm a Vegas magician, like, (laughs) suits with the button-up shirts that look like like John Travolta. Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. Can he just... can, Can they all just wear just normal clothes just you know pair of jeans and a t-shirt there we go well the other three members do wear normal clothes and then you see a purple leather jacket come on rob yeah is half and half i've never been a jersey fan i I never got why he did that just not my thing no sleeves yeah he didn't want to be hugged that's probably because you know i wonder what rob trujillo's reach is because dude's got some mighty long arms to be reaching all the way down there. We need to we need to find out what his reach is. We call that wingspan in the NBA. I think there he just know. solved it though, Jeff. He can't have sleeves because his arms are too fucking long. Everything would be a, you know up to his elbows. Well, then if he's so that's not, why he does the jersey. <laughs> if he's not rocking the sleeves, and the porn stash needs to come back. Agreed. Um, okay. You have to. Be I know very we comfortable haven't... when you go. Wah! Wah! He needs to get his flavor saver back. Oh, it's coming. So we're, we didn't get into Lola, but since we're talking about style, I'll tell you that uh, Mrs. Levine was really off-put because Hetfield came out in a black button-up dress shirt with his battle vest over it, and my wife uh, could not move past the fact he was in like a satin black dress shirt for Lollapalooza. You know how comfortable satin shirts are, though? Yeah. When Amazing. she tried to argue with me, she's like, we've never seen James like that. I'm like, you were at fucking S&M too. That's the exact shirt he wore, just without the vest. She's like, oh, I guess you're right. And then she Settle down, Ashley. Focus on your drive to Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a drive. And getting Shane's couch bed ready. And I want my own room. None of this couch shit. Done. Yeah, you can have the master suite. She's not here. He's, he's like, no. yeah, dude. He's like, I'll put a pillow in the bathtub for you. You're good to go. I don't want to lay in a bed that Larry's laid in, so I, I need the guest room. Oh, I don't get to sleep in the master. I have to sleep elsewhere with the dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to pull straws, though, because I think there's going to be like 10 people here Saturday. So 10? Shane and, uh, Shane and Brian get first dibs. I'm going to stay at Jeff's cabin and just helicopter back and forth to the gig. Dude, Amory's got an airport. You're good to go. I've landed there. It's right by. All right, Larry, you're doing pretty good so far. Other than the little reload mishap, you're you're doing all right. I think you're going to continue to do well because this question, it's pretty easy. Metallica has played all 50 states. True or false? True. I'll accept it. Me too. 
You have to think about it, though. It's tricky. Yeah, it is. They've only played Delaware like once, and I think that's the the catch to that. Right. I, I'm I'm going to give you my deductive reasoning. The only reason I said yes immediately is I'm like, if they've played every continent, I'm sure they've played every state. That's a good way um, of putting it. That is a good way of putting it, yeah. I think on the if they're justice... trying to go to space, they're not going to do that until they've conquered Earth. Based oh, they're going to get there. They're taking operates. the cock rocket. Mm-hmm. Here's my lunch they're for gonna, the day. They're going to own space. A, the goldfish. <laughs> goldfish colors. The See, Shane's, non... <laughs> Shane's culturally diverse. I was just going to say the non-racist snack food for kids these days. <laughs> Colored goldfish. But they all the more, taste the same, and the that's what you really know. matters. Do they yeah, taste see, the same? Let me try. That's these. the under. Well, I mean, some of them have a little bit more food coloring in them than others. The red's a little thicker than the yellow. A little thicker. Yeah. He's like, I taste a few more chemicals in the blue ones than I do the yellow ones. Dense, as they say in the manufacturing world. <laughs> I think on the Justice Tour, Lars demanded that they played a club in Delaware. So on the. Damage Justice Tour, they did touch all 50. Lars demanding shit. Yeah, right. Imagine that. He doesn't, he doesn't demand anything. Imagine that. <laughs> this is all brand new information to me. About yeah, Very true. I, I thought he was a very humble, nice, soft-spoken young man. Easy going. Yeah. 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 Someone's at my door. Hang on. Uh-oh. It might be, might be the mailman. Oh, it's Larry. <laughs> it's the bug guy. It's the it bug Bob? guy. Oh, okay. It's not Bob knocking on the door saying, Shane, why am I not part of this episode too, goddammit? It's the pest control for Florida. You got to have pest control outside. Do you have pests? Are they like homeless people? They no, spray they, them off they... your lawn? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it was the missing old man. He just I found actually, his way to your sofa. I actually have to go signal. talk to this guy. Hang on, okay? Okay. You guys run the show. I will be back. Oh, we got this. We got this. Sounds good. You know, they do the same thing in my neighborhood where they'll come around like the bug people will come around and they try and sell you their services. And I'm like, listen, man, I don't need your services to get rid of some ants. You know, I got ants. Everyone's got ants, but I know how to keep them out of my house. I don't need you digging up my soil and planting a bunch of poison in the ground to make the shit go away. Yeah, you're just gonna give my dog a brown water laser from whatever pesticide you put on <laughs> my grass. Yes, exactly. But you know that's because you and I we live in you know more normal states, and I, I do like Florida a lot. But Florida, you know, it's it's almost like borderline Australia, where the bugs and everything that are down there are just next level. You get you know that close to the equator, and shit gets real dicey real quick. Yeah, like a face hugger from alien size uh, mm-hmm. spider and. I mean, I know the O'Rourke's have had fucking, like, frogs climbing on their windows and shit. It, it, it's like, you know, Giamangi or some shit. Yeah, I don't I don't have that going on outside here. I got a Same. couple ants, some mosquitoes, maybe some June bugs, you know. but Spiders not, are I, really hot right now in, in PA because the weather changed and we're by the wood line. But, like, oh, that's right. nothing that a sandal won't solve, you know. <laughs> a sandal. Yeah, not in Florida, though. <laughs> you need a fucking sledgehammer for those ones. Yeah. And then they got like, you get snakes in his yard and fucking alligators in his yard. You know, it's funny is I do want to live down in South Carolina, which unfortunately, if I move down there someday, I'm going to probably have to deal with the same thing. But the whole idea is that I only live there half the year. I still am going to keep my house here in Minnesota and just live here in the summertime. It's the way to do it. 
So that's I was always goal. afraid like, of the heat down there. See, too. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not afraid of the heat. But the thing is, I just can't do the cold. I get it. I'm so. I'm so sick of it. You know what I mean? I do totally get it. After being in, I mean, not that we get the weather that you guys do in many, but we have some still, bitterly cold days. Sometimes. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Then there's nothing like driving to work in negative ten. What I miss to wake your ass up. Oh, we're talking about the weather and the fact that you're like mini Australia down there where you guys got, you know, fucking dog sized spiders and snakes and fucking you, you alligators have have, in your front yard. Well, yeah, what yeah. does pest control look like? Do they come with like proton packs and flamethrowers to deal he actually with your does. fucking <laughs> He actually yeah. right now I just had to talk to him because I had to change something in the back. He has like a Ghostbuster backpack on with the yeah. with the motor for the sprayer. <laughs> Grenades. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bullet they, belts. They look yeah. like yeah, when our pest control shows up, it's just a dude in a jumpsuit. Your dude shows up looking like Arnold from fucking Commando. <laughs> He's got you know, a fucking Bill Murray, bazooka. Dan Aykroyd, Winston. <laughs> oh, shit. No, this dude's good. You, you have to spray around the perimeter of your entire home every month. Just, just, like they had to, just like they had to spray the carburetor in Ricky's car to get it going. Spray, spray, spray. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't spray the perimeter of your home in Florida every month, you you have a lot of new residents that live in places you don't want them to live. Do they get into the house then too pretty bad? Yeah, and I don't know how. The home is five years old. Everything is sealed up. The door seals are good. How how Where they come in, how they get in, I have no idea. What is it mostly, like spiders or ants or both? Uh, we call them uh, Palmato. Palmetto. How do you say it? Palmetto? Palmetto bugs. Palmetto. Okay. Which is a fancy word for mini roach. Ooh. Palmetto. That's fun. No. You don't get those in Pennsylvania or Minnesota because they thrive off the heat. So, yeah, about moving down to the coast. Well, if you get it sprayed every month, you you never see them. True, but then that may, means I have to make sure I answer the door every time someone knocks on it, just in case it's fucking Arnold from Commando coming to kill some bugs in my yard. Uh, he shows up automatically. You don't have to be home for them to be here, but he did something last month that broke something in the back pool area, and I had to remind him what not to do. Oh, I know. Exactly. Good guy, though. He's <laughs> good guy. <laughs> Hell of a good cook. Well, while, while you guys are running the show, I was talking to him, and I said, dude... I don't know how you're doing today, all this heat. And he's like, got to keep the motherfucking kids fed, man. That's what motivates me to go to work, feeding those goddamn kids. Fucking right. And then I said, he's got a few. And then jokingly, I said, you know, condoms are cheaper. He's like, yeah, sometimes I wish I could just send them back to where they were. And mom would be walking around looking like a kangaroo. Oh, my God. (laughs) His exact words five minutes ago in my driveway. That dude just achieved goat status with that one statement. He's you should you know invite what? him on. You're, yeah, I should invite him in the house, dude. dude we're doing a podcast Chad, come in here. Oh, his name is Chad. Oh yeah, good dude. Atta boy, Chad. I should he see if he's clap. still here. Hang on. It's a solid name. I like that name, Chad. That's a solid. It's a very solid name. Stand up guy. I should have him come in here and repeat what he said. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Live on the air. Hey, dude. We're doing an episode and we get, you know, just a couple people that listen. Why don't you come be on? <laughs> Let me see if I can grab him. Hang on. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> now, I want to see what this guy looks like, too. <laughs> Look at what you joined, Larry. You joined a circus I know. act of in podcast. That's role. okay. 
Here, you're trying to work and make a living, and me and Shane are just goofing off like a bunch of children. I thrive in chaos, Jeff, and and I know Shane was talking about my projects, but I'm actually in a good enough place with work. I uh, clearing my runway for the Metallica show, so I'm not checking emails while I'm in the snake pit. So, no, this is great. This is a great start to my week before. Uh, He's got the, the Ghostbuster the pack on. He's busy. Uh, it's in the trunk of my car. You'll see it. I, I don't go anywhere without my uh, proton pack and PKE meter because, you know. PKE? <laughs> Boston makes me feel good. Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. I'm really sad I'm not going to be in Pittsburgh. Oh, God. It me just too. never ends. PKE meter. That's that thing that had the little antennas with the lights that went up and down. Mm-hmm. That Egon's yeah. machine. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Classic. Oh, shit. Oh, Ray Egon. <laughs> and then so the face that Harold Ramis, he just yes. gives him, he's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we, have a, we have a chat at work, and I use an animated gif of that all the time of him smirking whenever <laughs> someone makes the right comment. It is they, seriously uh, one of the best faces ever. <laughs> Because he's such like a schlub and like a, a pencil dick in the first one. And now he's got some humor <laughs> before they bust up the Scolari brothers in the court. Yep. Yep. They don't make them like they used to. No, they don't. Harold no. Ramis was one of a kind. They don't make any movie like they used to. No, not even not sad. even close. The, the, the latest Ghostbusters, I gave like a six. I haven't seen it yet, but everyone says it's actually pretty decent. It's better than the female reboot that they did. Oh, it was way yep. better than that, but I still gave it a six, just like I gave Top Gun a seven and a half. So here's the thing that I'm going to say to you, Shane, since you haven't seen Stranger Things, that Jeff, it is very Stranger Things, because like the one kid's in it, it's about the kids coming of age. It feels mm-hmm. very much like Ghostbusters was like, oh yeah, we're going to do Ghostbusters. We're, we're going to capitalize on the whole stranger things stranger and things. do something similar like yeah so uh, you know and i think maybe if you saw stranger things i don't know if it would make it better or worse for you but but i'll say uh i'm i'm a pro egon uh you know egon was like my dude growing up my favorite ghostbuster so like i was skeptical that they'd be able to pull it off and i think they've done an okay job i'm not as critical as shane is but uh i think it's well, wasn't it the son of i uh, uh, ivan reitman or whatever the one who did yep. it mm-hmm. His jason son. reitman jason. light is green yeah. trap is clean <laughs> and he was in the original movies him and his sister they like grew up on set so that was like part of it is like he saw his dad make the movie so it was like mm-hmm. he was the best person uh try to do it and convince i mean the biggest one you had to convince i guess is bill murray because bill was like i don't want to do it and is apparently a flake and weirdo in his old age but yeah you convinced him with a large checkbook right yeah bill murray's always been a little bit goofy but i like me some william h murray me too if you two are wondering i did not win the mega millions jackpot this week of 1.2 billion i believe yeah, and they're saying, I just saw an article that says that the guy that won it, depending on how he takes his money, could only end up with $456 million of that one how? point something to do with taxes. I don't know. It was an article. You never know. You, you can't believe anything you read on the internet. <laughs> $1.2 How do you get down to $400 million? That's like 70 60%. I was wondering the same thing. 
Trust me. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, God damn. Maybe in Biden's economy. You know what? I uh, That's like, your guy, Shane. Weird. Negative. Um, another Larry <laughs> fun fact. I used to work for a lottery company and redid all their website and did their strategy. I bet you it's about life expectancy. Really? In terms of like if they take payouts, the likelihood to get to 1.2 if they did a pay, like depending upon the person's age, they probably wouldn't make it. And I don't know what the like inheritance rules are for, for lottery money. If I, I fucking never, die and I want to turn it over to Shane or you, I want to I would give all never my money to Apple. Take annual payments of that, no, right? Just yeah, give me as much as I can get in one lump sum, and let's fucking move on with our day. Yeah, I got I got plans for those millions, and they for fucking Apple. <laughs> I mean, come on! I just you picture get... you next to Elon in an all silver suit, looking like a spaceman. <laughs> And they're like, look at the new VP at Tesla, <laughs> Captain Jane Obershaw. I'm going to no. buy my way into working for the UFC with all that money. I I'm don't... fighting because I'm too old for that now, but working for them. $20 million a year or just give me the lump sum of 740 Yeah, I think right. I'll take the lump sum and I'll be just fine, Clark. Yep. I'm in. I'm in all day. Annual installments. That sounds like I... a chore. I kind of thought that when Shane would win, I would all of a sudden get a text from him and it says, you'll know Shane sent an Apple pay and then I open it up and it's like, you know, $2 million in Apple pay. There you go, bud. I I just got almost a billion (laughs) dollars. How many gold Lars uh, toilets would you have in your house? I would have a solid gold toilet if I won. I'd have, I I call it my Donald Trump toilet though, because I would imagine he has a solid gold toilet. You're talking about the toilet in the shape of Lars that we saw a couple months ago? Yeah, where you yeah. sit on his lap. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I probably have bronze, one in the garage. Like the Lemmy statue at the rainbow. Yeah. It, it has it, to be in that. It'd be in the garage. I just want a solid gold toilet. It wouldn't be a focal all. point. It'd just be a, a garage piece. Yeah. A garage. It'd be, it'd be you know, a chair that people could actually sit down in. Now, that would be legit. Here, come sit on Lars's lap. Pretend he's Santa Claus. In the APFA studios. Now, would you put a piss rubber in that toilet or no? Because it's not. Oh, yes. That is. Yes. Well, if it wasn't being used to piss in, then yes, the piss rubber goes in. Because, I mean, yes, they don't go in a normal. Look at that. Right here. Can you smell it? (laughs) These things still smell like strawberry. My office reeks of them. I don't want to hear it because if you could look down the glove. Look at all of them. They leak. I need. I need one of those. Send, send one on over. Jeff, you don't have one yet? I never got one. Oh, they smell so good. And you're not coming to Pittsburgh, Jeff, so I got to send you one up. of these, too. One of these is coming your way, too. Oh, dude, that is badass. Yeah, I know. Another... I'm, totally miss, I'm totally missing out. I would be in Pittsburgh if it wasn't. My lady was actually fine with it until she found out what weekend it was. She was like, yeah, that's that's fine. You can go. And then she's like, what weekend is it? And she's like, you know, we're a little busy that weekend. I'm like, oh. Shit. No right. four horsemen patch for you, Jeff. No, you I'll, you send me uh you message me your address and I'll get you a little care package out this week. Oh, that's awesome. I'll 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 send you I'll Apple pay you. You don't just, me that consider it a wedding present. Oh, look at Larry. Not not getting all mad because of didn't even the, get the bachelor party. Hey, I didn't just, get invited just, to his wedding. Just tell him your address on the air. It'll be a lot easier to copy down. Yeah, just yeah. This is the longest jump in the fire segment in in podcast for all history. I love it. That's all right. We can finish up this question and then see if Larry's going to get close, get close at all. 
to coming Fuck, back I to the show. I, I thought we were done. I've been trying to distract you guys, so I don't have to finish the questions. But There's only one question left. There's only one let's question. This is a great question, by the way. Tons of discussion. Question number five. On the MTV special show for Load's release titled Mother Load, you're familiar with that, Mr. Levine? I am. What kind of vehicle did the grand prize winner receive? It was a semi with them in the back of the bed, and then the other three trucks were full of like a lifetime lifetime supply of Pepsi. And I actually think they made a. I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I fucked up Carpe Diem. Uh, I think they made like a toy of that truck, that semi that they were in with the MTV logo on it, and gave them away for a little bit through the Met Club or something like that. You are correct, but one, the grand prize winner did win an actual vehicle. Do you remember what kind of vehicle rolled out? Uh, it was a, uh, God, uh, like a, I want to say like a Ford F-150. It was a truck. Oh, man, he's, so he's close. close. He's, a, he's in the ballpark. Chevy? No, you're so close. I thought I thought someone of your caliber and great citizen of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania would have gotten this. I almost no, want to... I, I'm not. I'm the one that doesn't ever want to grade on a curve, but the fact that he got so detailed with the other, I almost want to give it to him instead of. Do you remember the answer that we? Do you remember I what color it was? I would guess black, but I actually don't remember ever seeing the vehicle, just the the trailer and entering the contest. It was a red Jeep Wrangler. I'll admit I did not know that. And I will add, it was a stripped down shitty jeep wrangler so i'd bet that would have been what a 96 <laughs> it's kirk's brother's old car they probably and, <laughs> hey man <laughs> the the four liter inline six was a bulletproof engine that was badass yeah. back then engines are still running jeep wrangler roll down windows probably didn't even have windows you could take the doors off of that right you can take them off all wranglers yeah. Top stores. I've never been the a Jeep zip fan. window era. Didn't they have like an era where it was yes. like it was just plastic and yeah. If I remember right, they rolled it out of the truck though, and like it didn't have the top on. It was convertible, but had the doors rocking with the motherload logo like, on the door. That's how you know you had the base model when you had your Fisher Price plastic window in the back. <laughs> the one that's flapping. Yeah, as you're driving down the road. So, uh, w- like, what do you think a mother load would actually look like if you left it up to Andre Serrano? Do you think it would just be a completely white load cover? Because I-, I wouldn't consider the load cover to be a mother load. That's like a thimble full of semen. <laughs> a thimble. Wow. A thimble. I haven't heard a thimble, the word thimble in a long time. That's a grandma yeah. term. Yeah. That's, that's, that's something to ponder. I don't know. People write in. What do you think? I actually thought you were going to hit me up with more design based questions too. not like I was expecting. No, you get those right. That's why we made it tough. Yeah. So we could make fun of you. Because you know what you're talking about. We know. We know. Sometimes I fake it well enough. 59 minutes in and now we can get to Larry's latest creation. Designing a logo for a guitar company. How did this come about? Uh, so I've been trying to do it for a number of years. I, um, I branded a company in Canada and the guy turned out to be a, just a, a royal scumbag to the point where, um, he's getting like heavily litigated cause he took like $90,000 worth of guitar 
Whoops. Build money and did nothing with it and, and just disappeared. So um, uh, right when I started, we haven't talked about this because I think last time I was on. So last year I started my own business, my own uh, creative agency after I left my e-com agency that actually did Metallica.com. Um, and so, uh, you know, about six months in after we got back from the 40th, uh, I decided like, hey, I'm going to take on some extension passion project, something that sort of encapsulates my love of Metallica, but maybe a sort of an adjacent thing, whether it's an instrument company and branding a guitar company was always on my bucket list. So I just sent Matt Hughes a message on Instagram, which often seems to be the way I operate. Like, Hey, I'm Larry. I have an idea. Um, you know, uh, I'd love to help you out. We haven't met, but this is who I am. This is what I do. Uh, would you entertain you know, some concepts, um, not unlike I did with your original Appa shirts. So, uh, you know, one thing led to another and he was like, yeah, man, I, I would absolutely love that. Uh, you know, when I started banker guitars, I didn't have the money to invest in a logo. So I did it myself. And, you know, now that I'm working with Mastodon and a number of other sort of commercial players, nice building custom instruments, I'd love to get something that like matches the quality of, um, I guess a unique thing about banker is supposedly Matt has like this, this sort of process that mimics vintage instruments in terms of his build. Um, yes. so Gibson I've, I've been following in. banker guitars for a long time. I figured you might. Yeah. I absolutely them. love them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess a couple of years ago, Gibson came in and said, we want to invest in you. We want to allow you to basically build our shapes because of your process and, the whole idea sort of came about as an antithesis to like the greenies of the world, because you have people unlike Kirk that get their hand on a vintage instrument and don't have the money to necessarily have six, seven, eight different vintage strats or things that sound similar. So the insured insurance risk, and then also the fear that I take this 1950s guitar out and break the neck and, you know, can never replace it. So Banger's whole model is we're going to give you that vintage sound in a Gibson shape in old fashioned materials like Carina wood and stuff like that. Yeah. They're um, essentially brand new NOS guitars, new old yep. stock mm-hmm. and they're built to vintage spec. You get all of that age sound, aged feel. So explorers and two ways 50 years to get your guitar. Yep. Explores these Les Pauls. I think he bleeds in and does have like a telly model. Um, I do know he also does like reparations. Like, nice. I, I should have sent it to you, Jeff, but we were talking about vintage Gibson branding and he sent me like a 1940s acoustic that he has that's just insane oh. condition wise that he yeah. got at like a swap meet or something crazy. But, uh, yeah, it, it was something just completely happenstance casual. And, you know, we went back and forth until we figured out something he liked. And then he was like, hey, that's it. Um, I'm going to slowly roll it out. He's been testing it with like different musicians. And he said it's about a 50-50 split in response to the new one. His latest message was like he might apply my branding to like the high end, the premium, the sort of rival the Gibson custom shop pieces. But uh and then he said as a thank you, he was going to plan on building me some sort of custom V. Um, wow. Uh, and then I asked him if he could put Obershaw on the Bigsby that would go on it. So Yeah, instead of it saying Bigsby, he'll say Obershaw. Yeah. 
and it looks like greeny, so we can just put it in the fire after mm-hmm. Jeff's bachelor party. Hey, I I was thinking maybe a, a telly with oh, okay. the greeny color okay. and the Bigsby on it. I think that would be perfect. So, Larry, this logo here, as we're looking at on mm-hmm. Banker's site, how long did that take from start to finish? Oh, God. Um, end to end, it was about eight months of collaboration because it was, you know, we this started right, th- out. This year right here took eight months. To get to the approval, like the actual time that I have into wow. it, it is in eight months, but just, you know, I, I think we say, looked at like. seem like it sounds about right for something like that when you're. It's crazy. I mean, this is, this is going to be the image, the, you know. Because I look yeah, at that was... and I could come up with something better than that in 28 minutes if I use Times New Roman. So uh, we, he, he uses we did... Microsoft Paint. <laughs> it's funny you say that, Jeff. That's how I got started. I taught myself to draw with. Um mario paint and ms paint and that's all oh, i remember mario paint. got into graphic design is wow. like that's baby ocd school. larry couldn't deal with not being able to draw on the computer and it got to the point where like i got I so proficient that. at drawing and paint that when i was in catholic school like my grade school teachers would let me draw for the class in paint and they'd say like draw the mask or draw taz or something from the 90s that i was that's drawing cool. and i would do like a, a demo on how to draw with a mouse um but uh, yeah, uh, it was, I think we looked at like 75 different typefaces. I did about seven unique banker logos on the headstock. And then the other thing we wanted to accentuate is the B so that whether it was for a truss rod or punching it out of a bridge or he stamps underneath the pickups, we wanted to use it for apparel. So after Just those- have that B as like, that's like, you see that B and you know that what yeah. brand it is basically- uh... And something that like could work on a cap and work on apparel because not everyone wants like Mr. Banker guitars on all their shirts. So we wanted yeah, just something like a hat that, with like, that B on it would be, be looked cool, free advertising. Yep. Um, did, did you contact Banker and go, uh, oh, by the way, this Papa Het uh, pin on the snake bite and this Hetfield truss rod cover on the V, uh, that's me. I think you want to work with me. So, you know what, Shane, that's actually what got me the project. I sent him the Electra <laughs> sketch to the final the version and said, said, hey, I'm not a known entity. I'm sort of quiet. I'm in the advertising industry. I do music stuff on the side. But as an example, here's a piece that I just worked on um, as a passion project that's guitar related that I see as sort of stylistically cool. adjacent and showed him the sketch. And he was like, that's exactly the type of like automotive guitar typography I want. Cool. Um, and then it flipped to, oh, my buddy went to the Louisville show and gave me some custom Metallica picks. And, uh, cool. you know, I think if it ever came down to it, Banker would love to build an Explorer for James or something for Kirk. I just don't know that he's had the foray into that camp. It's just all the musicians that are local to Alabama. It's like Black Mountain Smoke. Brent Hines is down there. Brent from Hines Mastodon. from Mastodon. Yep. yep. I've seen and that's how I met Bill. Um, Very cool. Yeah. That's so cool. So, I think but I, I got cool. a moment. Sorry, you go, Shane. Uh, it's pretty cool when you can say, oh, here's one of my clients, Mr. James Hetfield. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah. Papa Hat, Hetfield Trust, and Podcast for All Alumni. And then Banker said, we got to work with this guy. That oh, truly podcast for all? Oh, yeah, definitely. Exactly. Definitely. Um, sending him like the picture too. It was, it was perfect timing. Cause he was like, Hey, I want to build you a V as a thank you. And I was like, Oh, and by the way, look where the trust rod wound up. Check out this V <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right. Right. <laughs> Do you need any inspiration? Um, 
but yeah, I, I only got momentarily confused because in the last week, uh, cool. you know, I was telling Shane while you were talking to the Orkin man that I've wrapped up almost everything pre-Metallica. So in addition to Banker, I've finished a project for Google. I've done an installation concept for Phipps Conservatory here in Pittsburgh for their fall show. So it's been uh, it's been Same a lot busy. of projects overlapping. But uh, yeah, Banker is by far. I should have known you were. That's what you were talking about. It's, well, Banker, it's been a- we... We do know that you're listening, so when you can get a uh, Explorer and V to Shane Obershawn, Jeff Winslow, we'd appreciate it. When we're done with those items, we will pass them on to Mr. Levine in the fine state of Pennsylvania. Trust us. <laughs> Jeff, would you rock a banker guitar? Absolutely. I've been wanting one for years, but they're very expensive. What do they go they're for? Not cheap. Uh, well, an Explorer that I would want... Uh, it was, you know, in the ballpark of, you know, 45 to 5,800. Woo. He hit some paychecks. of those KL prices, Shane. Like he gets up into the six, seven, eight based on pickup yep. wood yep. finish. Yep. If you do like really some wow. kind of rare wood or something that's really aged and you go with like a really super he- uh, heavy relic on it or, you know, yeah, it, it's, I didn't want one that was really nice. too heavily relic. I wanted, you know, basically just a pretty standard explorer but yeah even when you think two grand for a gibson which in my mind the fact that they charge two grand for a regular sure. gibson explorer is absolutely asinine sure. uh, yep. when i when i was a kid they were 11.99 yep for, for an explorer another two grand but and the gothic uh, ones and shit were even like they did the vampire blood one and i think it was like 7.99 or whatever because it had that like well yeah red, and then they had the, i remember I remember they had the voodoo one. That was before the vampire blood. That was right yep. after the gothic one. And it was the swamp ash body. And it wasn't a smooth body. They had, yeah, like you were just saying with the vampire blood, they had the red ink in the grain of the wood. And now That's those voodoo legit. ones. legit. I remember I had a Guitar World magazine. And then at the time in the back, they would have two pages that showed, you know, you know uh, Sweetwater, American Music Supply or whatever it was. And it showed like the hot guitars for that month in the guitar world. And I remember always looking at this one specifically because it was the Voodoo Explorer and right underneath it was an LTD Grinch. Oh, and you got gross. the Grinch, you, you got the Grinch that's selling for a gross. 10 1049, maybe 1100 something like that and now gross. people are getting 4 or 5 6 grand for them. I was going to pay 699 when the Grinch first dropped because I was actually getting a custom ESP KL made in the Japan custom shop. Um, and the guy was like, do you want to get this new James Hetfield model? And I was like, oh, it has LTD. I was a fucking 13 year old elitist. Um, but <laughs> I, I vividly remember all those Gibson models because when I started playing, it was the year that ESP discontinued the EXP model and Gibson was coming out with like rival explorers and. I have that should tell that should tell you everything you need to know, Shane, about Banker. Look how big ESP is, and Gibson put the kibosh on that, but they are allowing Banker to do this. Yeah, well, when you so, make amazing <laughs> products with customization, you don't mess around, right? And, and that's not a slam on ESP by any means, but no, that just goes to show no. you how good Banker this, is. You yeah, know what I mean, it's, it's just absolutely incredible some of the work that they're doing over All there. All I want to know is that they can make me a V Green Flame fuel injection hot rod. Then we know you're a company. No, they won't do it. He won't do the, <laughs> he won't do the flames, but he build the the body potentially. But uh, nope, the no one deal. thing I was gonna say, and, about and then he'll ex- put a Bigsby on it. Oh, expense to Jeff. A is, I was in that, 
I'm I'm in that same boat as you of not wanting to. Well, I mean, I've bought a couple guitars. Shane's seen them, and I'm trying not to. I feel like if I am going to invest, it would be a KL. Especially a couple years ago, I had a chance to buy a Petroglyph, and I passed on it, and now regret it because it's gone up three, four grand or whatever it is. But uh, they go up three, four grand every year, <laughs> right? Which is insane. Well, and and you know now Ken, much like winning the. Uh, Giants guitars, you know, it's only lottery based to get on the Ken wait list. So you can't even get on. You have to get a lottery. And then if you get picked, then you get on the wait list. But uh, actually, I can't believe I left this detail out. The way that I really got into Banker was in December, he auctioned off a custom Karina Explorer that was like 6500 bucks at raffle. And I was like, you know what? I had a good year. I'm going to just buy, you know, $50 worth of tickets or whatever. And I came in third and got like Damn. a whole pack of his merchandise. And after I got the merchandise, I'm like, good Lord, this logo could use some help. So um, he had my name from the contest and I used yeah. that as the stepping stone to be like, hey, man, can I uh, polish you up a little bit? Can I help you out? I'm not looking for anything <laughs> other than like, I just want to do it at my own pace and make something I can be proud of that is atypical of my nine to five. You said polish. I did. Yeah. Dude, that's incredible. Especially you ever see someone polish the end of an Explorer? It's super erotic. That banana. Oh, yeah. That's a bell. That, 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 that headstock is pretty phallic looking. Um, <laughs> well, I want to say. It is hard to. On behalf of in podcast for all, congratulations on the gig with Banker. Nice it work, looks dude. looks amazing. Uh, that is a hell of a fucking company to be partnered up with and working so with. So cool. Very, very cool. Very disappointed you didn't use Times New Roman, but uh, maybe on the next sweep you can incorporate that. He's going to use Comic Sans on the next yeah. one. Mario Paint is the next logo for the headstock. <laughs> Real quick, though, before before we let you go, Larry, because um, I'm sure you got stuff to do. You know, I got stuff to do. Shane, I, I don't know what you have to do. I got to go maybe... back to Memphis tonight. I got to pack a bag here and get in the <laughs> oh, old uh, right. tenement yeah, on Shane... wheels and get to the airport. Shane's got to go, too. So, But real quick. No AFA episode would be complete without in voting for all. And since there was a little bit of controversy with the whole Lollapalooza set, someone had uh, I don't edited want to talk it. about this anymore. Yeah, well, it has to get brought up because this is leading in to the vote for this week. So obviously someone messed with the set. There was a few people in the world who may have thought that weren't at Lollapalooza that Metallica played a new song. So now True. it's a really easy it's a really easy question. It's a yes or no question. You're referring to setlistf.fm said there was a new song for like 20 seconds. Yep, and then it got taken down. Someone okay. obviously was was messing around. Yes or no question. Does Metallica unveil a new song in the year 2022? Yeah, I'd say yeah. I I think it's I don't think it's going to happen at the Buffalo or Pittsburgh. I know you just want a simple yeah or no, but uh I was talking to a very tall um, fucking live gig landscaper that told me he has some uh, insights on some additional gigs. So I think if we see additional gigs pop up in the Midwest, that'll be a uh, indication that either we got an album announcement coming or maybe another hardwired like premiere. Um, I'm optimistic because they're telling Kirk he's not allowed to talk about it. And that's usually a good sign that something's. Mm -hmm. Something behind Kirk, the scenes. Shut up. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. is, uh, what is it? The the 
Arbitrarium of Insanity or whatever the track list you sent me, Shane. We're talking Sod- about me or sodomy. <laughs> yeah, sodomy. I mean, that's a terrible choice because if it's between being sodomized and being sober, wouldn't you have well, to be it was, sober? It was to Sodom be and it was, I think it was Sodom and sobriety, but I changed it to you know fill it out a little bit. So you're saying now it's bothering me. You mean you're saying origin of insanity. There you go. You're saying yes, Larry. What do you think, Shane? You think they're going to unveil something new this year? Is this a live debut, a fucking live gig, or on the radio? No, I'm going streaming worldwide web. I'm going live, playing a new song live this year. I am going to go with this year. This year, 2022. <clears throat> Live? No. Will we hear something new? Yes. I was I was going close to that. I don't I don't think that they're gonna play something live this year. If they would, it would have been at Lala. You really think? And who's gonna debut a new song in a dumpy city like Pittsburgh and Buffalo? Let's be honest. The only good the only good thing about Lala Palooza was the fact that Lorna Shore was there. I did mean to bring up the Eddie Munson visual during Puppets. That was cool. And the you actor. That. You totally called that, Jeff. <laughs> the actor, Joseph Quinn, that plays Eddie Munson, was at that show backstage. Yes, got a picture was. with the boys, and they had the BC Rich, and they all signed it and shit. Like, Dude, he got the warm-up with them in the jam- in the tuning room. I know. I saw it. I was that's like, legit. That is bad. That's badass. That's legit. Now, I've that's been really cool. Now, I've been in the tuning room, but all I got to do was smell Lars's socks and nobody was in there. So that's the extent of my tuning room experience. Well, I think it was, was cool jamming. that they, they uh, like, I don't know if you guys noticed, but James actually, like, wrote The Master of Puppets tune, which I thought that was sort yes. of cool On that the they BC personalized the, Very cool. to that level. Yeah. And, and I also I, think if we were going to get a new song, I like live i feel like based on the way europe was going they would have done it over there because over they, in europe with the weird kind yeah. of set list that they were throwing together yeah just think though it's it's been six years this fall since hardwired came out it's a long time we're getting close we're getting close it's gotta What's be the average like seven eight usually where they start to get like you know I, we're just at that magic kind of six year mark where it's like something something's got to pop here soon I just don't get why they take so much time in between albums. It's not Jeff. They're sitting at home with four hundred million dollars. They're not motivated to write. It's true. If you this won the mega, true. if you won the Mega Millions, I don't think you'd be motivated to write an album right now, would you? Right. Well, and they know they're never going to top anything <laughs> they've done previous. You know, Black Album and previous. Yeah, you're not going to top Dirty Window. No, never. That's why they're playing it every night. Sodom and sobriety. The Beast of Solitude, Vector. Vector sounds like a computer term that Larry uses when he designs shit. It is. That's how we draw logos. They're all vectorized and vector points so that, yeah, it's nerdy. Escape the Demons. That's named after Larry's wife. Mm -hmm. And Final Forgiveness, when she leaves you for a man in Chicago. I thought Escape the Demons was going to be Jeff Post to Chipotle Burritos. Don't remind me of that. When you see him, Larry, when he's at your house, please continue to remind him that he owes me. Can Larry that's, claim that's the burrito for does. Jeff? <laughs> Larry could claim the burrito for me, but you got to come up with a very, very difficult question <laughs> that he has to answer in order to claim the burrito, okay. and then he can I, claim it. I don't want to okay. be part of Burrito Gate 2020. I don't. Oh, you're <laughs> just... <laughs> you're burrito gating it for sure. You're in now. You decided to jump in on this episode. 
you're in by proxy now. Jesus. <laughs> Terrible wager. Terrible idea, Shane. That was a great idea. Congrats, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. Anything else you'd like to chat about in Season Niner, Episode Sixer? No, man. We we chatted about a lot. And uh, Hey, man, what's in the bag? Ah, Sixer. A Sixer. <laughs> Larry, thanks oh, for filling in last minute. We really didn't want to talk to you, but you you fill in well when we need a an audible is what we call it in the biz. You better watch out, Bob. Larry's coming for that coveted <laughs> third member spot. Signal. I, I, I'd like to be like the podcast taint. Whenever you need space, I fill it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, Larry. Fuck I can't yeah. end on anything better than that. Larry, thanks again, brother. I will see you Thank in you. two weeks. Jeff will be in zero cell phone service land in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin. Missing you guys still window. better try and call me, though. I'm going <laughs> to. We'll, we'll use sure. that crank phone at the venue to connect to your crank phone at the lake. Oh, fuck. When you guys FaceTime me, I'm going to show you. You may, you may be at the concert. Okay. won't hear anything, but I'm going to show you the crank phone. I'm going to say, there it is right there. <laughs> Larry will be in a section 905, and his wife and I will be in the snake pit. It's fair enough. <laughs> so uh, That's right. That's right, Larry. I'm up in 905 with you because I don't like snakes. <laughs> Hosing I'm coming. Clothes. I'm coming to your bachelor party if he's uh, if he's going to the snake pit with my wife. Fuck it. Deal. <laughs> I'm flying come, your way. Come on up, Larry. You got my number. I got some good Tyson product coming your way, Jeff. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> that always makes Jeff happy. My kind of guy. All right, boys. We'll. Uh, I'll see you both in a couple weeks. All right, Larry. We're gonna we're gonna introduce you to the Minnesota goodbye here. So. We'll All right, Jeff. Later. Take care, man. Yeah, you hey, too. See you next time, guys. Yep. Take hey. care, Larry. Thanks again for coming on. Yep. It, it was really great. And you know what? Uh, keep going with the with the artwork. It's it's really good, man. Hey, I like your red shirt. Have a good day. Oh, Shane Sunkist and uh, Orkin. Oh, Sunkist all the way. Kill bugs. Thanks, man, for yep. coming on. We'll talk to you soon. It's been a pleasure, guys. We'll really see you. We'll we'll talk to you soon. Happy right. bachelor. See party. you guys later. All right. We'll, see we'll, we'll, all right. Sounds good. Have a good day. All right. All right. We'll see you guys later. And bye. bye. And bye. Listen.